the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 12 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be talking to Zanati Guma. She is newsreader on only on 101.9 Hi FM. Do you know anything about newsreaders? Just stay tuned to 101.9 Hi FM and we will find out more about it soon. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 12 years old. I have Zanati Zanati in studio with me. I'm going to say that for the rest of the time. That's okay. Thank you. Howard also does that. <laughs> <laughs> so you must send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Okay. So Zanati, we got people coming out. They say that you're the best. <laughs> really? Okay. Aww. Thank you so much. This is from Lucan. Oh, thank you, Lucan. We love Lucan though. Yeah. We love we love we love him. Yeah. On the on the especially on the afternoon drive ah. with Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just go straight into the questions. Lovely. Great. So I'd like to start by asking a few questions to find out a bit more about you. Um, the person behind the news and traffic voice mm-hmm. on Khaifem. So where were you born and where did you grow up? All right. So I was born and raised in Port Elizabeth. That is a coastal town in the Eastern Cape. Um, so I was there up until I had to go to varsity. Mm-hmm. And um, in varsity, I wanted to go to UCT, um, but the course that I wanted to do wasn't, they didn't uh, have it at UCT in Cape Town. Uh. So I went to Rhodes University in Grahamstown. I was there for a couple of years, maybe a bit longer than I was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was there for a couple of years, small town um, where you don't really have a lot to do, but it was quite fun. Um, yeah, so I, I was there for a couple of years, went back to PE after I finished varsity at Rhodes. And uh, I was there for about three years. And then I moved to Joburg in 2016 because I got a job transfer. So, and I'm here. But I've always wanted to to come to Joburg. I've always considered myself a Joburg girl. So, (laughs) yeah, person that generally likes things. (laughs) (laughs) And when, and so when doing news, did you have to study anything at school? Or anything after school? Well, there are a couple of things that I did that got me here. I mean, I didn't know that I was going to be doing news. Um, So, for example, I studied at Rhodes uh, BCom Economics and Management. And while I was at Rhodes in my last year, I got to write for um, Rhodes University's um, biggest newspaper, the Opident Press. So I was writing there for the business section. So I'd write on what is happening in the economic and business environment and sometimes, you know, put in my opinion there. So I think that sort of prepared me. And I think after that or during that, I did think of doing something in terms of media or journalism. And yeah, and um. In high school, I did a to- Toastmasters. Um, so that's where you learn uh, your public speaking. Ah. So I think all of those things, uh, big and small, they helped in uh, in preparing me. So are you enjoying living in Joburg? I really am. I've always known, um, even though my family is in PE, but I've always known. And I mean, I've always been independent as well. So that's why when you know the chance came, the opportunity came, I was ready. 
I was really ready. I absolutely love Joburg. I don't see myself anywhere else. Uh, well, that's special, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so can you please tell us a bit about your family? Like, do you have any siblings? I do, actually. Um, I have a younger brother. He is nine years, nine months, and nine days younger than me. <laughs> um, he goes, It's so it's his first year this year at Wits University. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he just moved this year. I absolutely love having him around. I mean, so I was an only child for almost 10 years and I absolutely hated it. I hated it. I was so bored. Literally, when my cousins used to come to visit, I had, I have lots of cousins, um, <laughs> more, about more than 20. And so they'd, wow. they'd come over to my house and we'd play and we'd had, we'd have so much fun the whole day and they'd have to leave. Oh. And I'd get so upset and so sad. So literally, when my mom told me that uh, she has a little bun in the oven, I was like, thank the Lord. I'm finally going to have someone to play with. <laughs> yeah, but then he finally um, arrived and he didn't want to play with me. He'd always fight with me. I honestly thought the guy was going to kill me. But uh, <laughs> I always tell him, I'm always telling him, you actually really wanted to kill me with your toys. So, but I absolutely love him. He's just a bundle of joy. And so you, do you like it now? Yes. No, no. Listen, we used to fight. Um, of course, every sibling does. Yeah, yeah. But now it's getting less and less. But I mm. mean, uh, when he needs to get it, I give it to him. <laughs> so, yeah. But I absolutely, absolutely love him. He's honestly the best. Oh. Yeah. And so what is your favorite childhood memory? So it's quite funny. Um, so I went to a township school for about three years. Yes, three years. Mm. And I remember my mom was trying to get me um, to go to Model C schools. <laughs> so now there's uh, this interview that one has to do before they get accepted um, to basically see if you can speak the language, if you can speak English, you know, properly or like on a, a basic level. Mm. So I went there for the interview and they were asking me, so they had pictures um, of animals and objects that I had to name. So I remember um, they showed me a handbag, a purse, and they were asking me, what, what is this? And so a purse in Kosa is Ispaji. And I randomly blurted out, I think I was about five years old. I was like, Spudge. And <laughs> these people were looking at me thinking, this girl. And they'd show me pictures of animals and they'd ask me, what sound does this animal make? So obviously a dog barks. But now being from a township school and the English is not that good. Yes, when I was in class in the township school, I was always the top student. But I mean, even the teacher's English is not, you know, that great. They just teach us basics. And at the time at five years old, I don't really know much English. And when they showed me a picture of the dog... And I just went, how, how, how? Like, I couldn't, <laughs> I didn't know that a dog barks and a cow moos. And yeah, so that, that's, that's the funniest and fondest memory that I have as, as a child. And it just also shows me just how far I've come yeah. um, in life in general. And the fact that I can laugh at myself. <laughs> yeah. I am too. And so how do you compile your news? So um, I look at um, different, so on one topic, so I'll see, I'll check, for example, on BBC and I'll see a leading headline and I'll go to each of the, you know, the, the sites, international and uh, local, and I'll see what the leading headline is. And then I'll go to other sources 
because also, um, you know, these different uh, news sites, they can be a bit biased. And some mm. can actually even have a little bit of false information. So what I do is on one topic, I'll check, you know, about... Uh, three or four news sites just so I can get what the common thread is and so that I can be as unbiased as, as possible and so that I can just state the facts and not uh. yeah, an, an opinion of one news site. So, And I try to compile it in a way that I can understand because if I can understand it and if I can you know, write it in the simplest way possible, then the listener is going to understand what's going on. And the, yeah. Ah, so yeah. just making it simple. Yes, yeah. 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 And so did you always see yourself in radio doing news? I've always seen myself doing some sort of entertainment, being in media. Um, some of my actions haven't really, they've sort of move, moved away from that because... As you grow up, people tell you that, no, this is a pipe dream or, you know, you don't really get enough support from your family. But I've always seen myself, I mean, from a young age, um, I've modeled. um, Did you model? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, entering like beauty pageants. Um, I sang as well. So I've always been on stage um, behind a mic in front of a camera. Ah. So um, it actually started when I, when I, um, when I decided that actually, you know what, I want to be on TV and I want to be on radio. It started in 2012 um, when I entered the top billing presenter search in 2012. And I was still living in PE at the time. So I got through to the top five in the Eastern Cape, wow. which was part of the top 100 in the country. And that's when they chose the top 10. But unfortunately, I didn't make it to the top 10. But that's when I realized that actually, I do have potential and I could actually do this for a living. And this is where my passion lies. And then after that, that's, that's when I started uh, seeking out radio and TV ah. opportunities. Yeah. And how did you become part of High FM? So because I was seeking out um, radio and TV uh, opportunities, when I got here to Joburg in 2016, so I arrived in August 2016, and then in Sept- is it September, October, um, I found this great uh, company called OnQ Communications where they teach you how to teach in inverted commas because eventually they being on TV and radio is literally just about being yourself. So they don't really teach you. They t- teach you the basic skills, but it's literally just about being yourself and, you know, just conveying that personality across. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a TV presenting course there. So it turns out um, that Kathy used to do, uh, Haifem used to do business um, with Onchu Communications. So Kathy got in touch with the manager there. Uh, she was looking for a newsreader and um, he knew that I wanted to get into radio as well. And the rest is history. Ah. Yeah. And what else do you do at Haifem besides the news? Well, um, so I don't do behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, so I do news, and then for the breakfast show, The Morning Mayhem, I've been doing traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing. I never thought I'd ever do traffic, but uh, Matt is is on a, a teaching uh, 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 internship, mm. so I've basically had to fill in for him since I'm already here. Um, you know, they were like, you know, why don't you just do the traffic as well? So I'm doing the traffic. 
Um, and for the afternoon drive, I also do the Hollywood Report, which is Ooh. my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and obviously I just, you know, in general, um, you know, just interact and voice out my opinions if I have any on any topics. Ah. Yeah. And what time does um, a normal day begin with for you? It starts at 3 a.m. What? At 3 a.m. <laughs> Watching hour? Exactly, literally, every single day. Um, yeah, so it starts at 3 a.m. and I check out the news sites and I prepare my news before I get to studio. So by the time I get to studio um, at around quarter to 10 to 6, my first bulletin starts at 6. So quarter to 10 to 6, I'm ready in studio, ready computer set up everything i'm ready to do my news that's like the time i get (laughs) yeah so yeah it's something you know what i've been doing it for almost a year and i'm still not used to getting up at 3 a.m in the morning Mm. yeah i'm still not used to you look so wide away you know what i just think that i'm a generally energetic person so as soon as i get to studio um i just i just go at it i i hit the ground running that's mad yeah (laughs) But amazing at the same time. <laughs> and so do you still have time for family and friends? I do try to make time. One rule, though, that I make, um, my, I tell my friends I cannot see them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I only start seeing people on Thursday. Because <laughs> at least if I see them on Thursday, then at least I know that I have one more day of work. And I mean, they, we don't have the afternoon drive on Friday. It's only the morning show. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, uh, yeah, I only start p- seeing people on Thursday. But um, ideally, I see people on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. But yeah, yeah I try try to spend the weekends with my family and friends as much as possible. That's the best. And so how do you get all your information about the traffic lights and car crashes? Like everything about that. So <laughs> there's actually so there's actually um it's yeah. Um I also like, as you said before uh, um, yes, as I said before, how I get my information on the traffic lights. So there's an app that we actually have. An app. Yes, there's an app that makes everything easy, very easy for us. So basically, um, we try, yeah, we get all our, all our information from that app, which is great. Thank you, Anne. That me, Yeah, that means there's no extra work for me. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 12 years old. I have Zanachi in studio with me. And if you have any question for her, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. So let's carry on the questions with Zanachi. Well, actually, we have... Question from one of our beloved listeners, Lucan, and he says, "How do you deal with rude listeners in our team?" <laughs> I used to get so offended when I started. Um, I really used to get offended, and I'd be hard on myself sometimes. And uh, you know, I I try to I try to make myself better, um, or to not do what listeners have said that I shouldn't do. Um, but actually, you know what? There's one person that turned that all around for me. Howard. Guys, Howard is so great with criticism. He doesn't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> so because of him, I've honestly just learned to take it on the chin and to just, yeah, just, um, take everything in a lighthearted manner. So whenever someone says something rude, um, 
I really, I, yeah, it doesn't really affect me anymore. Obviously, I try to do my best. As long as I know that I've done my best, um, that's, that's all right. But yeah, I mean, there can be some, listen, there is constructive criticism, um, that I use, but there are some people that really just want to, um, make you feel bad. Exactly, exactly. And you know what? That's all right. Um, I really just move along and I continue with my job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lucan. That's a great question, actually, Lucan. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and so have you always liked the idea of being on the radio and TV? Like, has it been a dream? It really, it has been, especially, um, yeah. So as it started from a young age, um, and I'm just happy that I was actually brave enough to to find opportunities and to create opportunities for myself. Listen, there was a time when I, I, I never used to say what I wanted to. I was a bit embarrassed um, to say that I want to be in the media industry. But now, listen, I will let anyone and everybody know that this is what I want to do. <laughs> I want to do radio, you know, for a very long time. And even now, I'm looking for TV opportunities. So if anyone has anything... Let me know. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> and so what is the best part of your job? Um, the best part of my job is that I don't just do news and disappear. I actually get to show my personality. Um, honestly, I think the, the, the one thing that I truly love about myself is my personality. And one thing, one thing that I think I, I sell so the fact that I can get to chat and to interact, that I'm not just this, you know, boring news person that does news and then just goes away and nobody ever knows what kind of person, exactly what kind of person I am. So I like to sell my personality, fun, outgoing, you know, yeah. So I think that's, that's the, cru- yes, exactly. That's the coolest thing about my job is that I get to interact <laughs> I with everybody. That great. Yeah. And I hear you have developed a love for Hebrew songs. So which ones are your favorite? I have. And you know what? <laughs> most, most of them, like I just hear them, but I don't, re- it doesn't really yes. register. It, well, yeah. The thing is, about, what's beautiful about music is that it doesn't matter what language it's in. You can just tell, you know, the authenticity and the sincerity that comes from a song. This is meaningful. Exactly. Yeah. So I've, I've got to, t- top four, top four, top four. Um, uh, the song by Amir Dadon, um, it's translated to Every Day is Like a Miracle. I absolutely love that. And um, Me, Ma, Me Ma Ama Kim by Dan, the Dan Reichel Project. Uh, Wikipedia by Hanan Benari. And, Wikipedia. And the people's favorite, Namaste oh. by Static and Ben Altavori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love them. And I've tried... And have you tried any traditional dishes yet? Like, and if so, which one is your best? I have. So, um, actually, had such a wonderful dinner. When was it at Kathy's house? Um, last year. Listen, she fed us. She fed us. By the time <laughs> I left there, I was just a ball rolling on the floor. <laughs> but my fave, fave, fave. I love carbs. I know I shouldn't. I love carbs. Um, but challah bread. The challah bread oh. is absolutely divine. Like, I didn't even want to eat, eat anything else after that. I just wanted to have khala bread. And then a matzo ball. I think you guys know it, oh, know it as a, Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So it comes from my love of dumplings. <laughs> like my favorite, favorite dish ever is dumplings. So, uh, that's one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah. And have you ever been to Israel? I w- no, I haven't. And I want to go. Well, you must. And we've been discussing this since I started at Chai FM. Then I really want to go to Israel. 
Honestly, can someone make it happen? Like chop chop. <laughs> like no, really, I really do want to go to Israel. I've heard so many great things about it. Um, I've seen pictures of. Listen, I I really want to go, and I want to get fed until I drop. Like listen, we went to Israel <laughs> in December, and I couldn't walk after <laughs> eating all the food. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. That's exactly how I felt. But really, I, I really, like really, really want to go. A sponsor anyone, please. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if you weren't, if you were not involved with Chai Fem, what do you think you'd be doing like now? Well, um, so, so, I'd, I'd probably, there was another radio station that I was, um, uh, approached by yes, yes, yes. So, but I weighed up my options, and uh, you know, I I just saw that Chai FM would be the best thing for me, and there'd be much more growth at Chai FM. So, mm. if I wasn't, then I'd be doing that, um, or I would be because I was doing I was in corporate um, mm. before and during Chai FM actually. So I did two jobs. I had two jobs for about nine months. Um, because the reason why I moved to Joburg is because I got a transfer. So I was a forex dealer at a bank. Oh. And um, yeah, so I was doing two jobs. So I'd literally wake up at 3 a.m., come to Chai, go to the job, start at half past nine, come out at like past five. So that was literally my life for um, for nine months. But I decided, you know what, um, it's time that I fully commit myself to media and radio. And I quit that at uh, in February. So. You go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what do you like to do in your spare time? So I love reading. I wish I could read. I wish I could read more. Um, but I do love reading. I love reading fiction. I just like escaping into, you know, another character's world. Love reading. And um, I love hiking on weekends. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely love hiking. Um, I also love having picnics with my friends. So sometimes after a hike, um, I have, you know, a picnic with my friends just, just to hang out and chill and catch up. Um yeah, and I love, I love, uh, so since I don't have a TV at home, a sponsor again, <laughs> anyone care to sponsor, since I don't have a TV at home, I like to catch up on my favorite shows on YouTube. Mm. So yeah, you'll see me sometimes, I'll be in the office. But I mean, I do that, yes, I want to catch up on my favorite shows, but I love, um, you know, talk shows because I mean, that's sort of something that I want to get into interviewing people and just seeing what the greats are doing, you know, just to kind of hone my skills in terms of uh, interviewing and presenting and delivering links and that sort of mm. thing. So, yeah, it's kind of fun and doing work at the same time. Ah. Mm. And if you could pick the best moment in your career, what would it be and why? The best moment was in March. It was in March. I was um, doing red carpet interviews. So favorite uh, moment in my career. Um, so I'd been trying to get a YouTube channel off the ground, um, but it hasn't happened yet because okay, uh, because I have not been working with the greatest people. So my oh. cameraman just disappointed me and he lost my stuff. And oh. So anyway, so um, I went with him. The last thing that I did with him, um, I went to the SAFTAs, which is the South African Film and Television Awards in March. And I did red carpet interviews there uh, for my YouTube. YouTube channel that was actually the 
best, best, best feeling. I got to do red carpet interviews and I got to do interviews in the media room, uh, you know, where the winners come out and you can interview them. I did mm. about 20 interviews wow. with people that I really, really, really admire. Um, and that was really, really, really good. So, yeah. It's worth to be in there in yeah. this type of studio and all of this. Yeah. And so what qualities do you think you need to be to have a successful life? Perseverance mm. is so important. If you have a vision for what you want to do um, in your life, you are able to wake up every morning to actually pursue what, you know, the goal that you have set out for yourself. Um, you will have bad days. It will not always be good. Yes, you have this this vision, this good vision where you're like, yeah, you know, um, I'm going to be successful. They, they're all going to be sorry one day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, if you have a vision, um, you will always, every single morning. I mean, there are times when I come here for the morning show and I haven't slept. No. But literally because I have a vision for my life and I know where I'm going and I know where I want my career to go. That's worth I'm it. able to, yeah, exactly. It's worth it. I'm able to get here energetic and you will not even hear that I haven't slept. So perseverance, you will have bad days. So even in those bad days when there's no inspiration, as long as you persevere, you will be able to wake up every single morning to do what you need to do. Ah. And what plans do you have for the future? Well, definitely getting into TV. That's definitely one thing that I'm really focusing on right now. Um, I'm really happy in terms of, you know, my radio career, where it's going. Um, yeah. So the next thing is to take on the next challenge of getting into TV. And uh, hopefully that's going to happen very, very soon. Mm. Yeah. And so have your family always been support, um, supportive when, with your jobs? They have. They they really, really have. And in what way? Listen, listen. My Even my mother, my mother, even when I quit my job, um, you know, she's always said that, listen, I support you getting into media, but I just don't want you to struggle, um, you know, financially and that sort of stuff. You know, if you're moving on to something else, then you must make sure that that thing is already guaranteed. But I mean, she knew the struggles that I was facing. So literally when I told her that I'd had enough, she really was just like, I'm behind you. And I literally, I wish you all the best. I pray for you every day that you achieve what you need to do. And she really, yeah, she really sacrifices a lot. And she really, she calls me and, you know, she'll support me emotionally or when she sees an opportunity, um, she'll tell me about it. Yeah, even my brother. I just think I, I just, I come from a family of, of creatives, but it's just that they weren't fortunate enough to make those things happen. So, yeah, I think that's why they support me. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And to end off, of what tips and advice can you give to the kids um, who might be listening today and be interested in a career of radio? So studying is always the best place to start. So studying journalism, anything to do with media or communications. Um, yeah, that's always the best way to start. Yes, there are people... Um, in the media and entertainment industry who have never studied um, 
you know, what what they're doing. And that's fine uh, because even me, like I didn't study journalism, um, but, you know, you can learn some things. But the thing is, it's just easier because when you study something, you already know what to expect and you've probably gotten connections as well in, you know, the industry that you want to get into. So studying journalism, uh, media, maybe performing arts. Um, yeah, just to sort of get that experience and just those basics is really, yeah. really good. And also try maybe volunteer um, at radio stations. Vol- volunteering is, is uh, always a good idea as well. Um, I mean, what you're doing is absolutely is is so good, Lexi. Um, starting you. from a young age, yeah. Thank so, you. yeah, and I, ju- I just think it's that time now where... We, we we know that kids know what they want to do from a very young age and we need to support them from a very young age so that they can master um you know that skill as they grow. Yeah. yeah. And thank you so much, Zanati, for coming on Kha Kids and teaching us more about being a newsreader. And what sounds like is very interesting job. It is very, very this has been High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 12 years old. Thank you to my guest Sinachi for coming on High Kids and thank you to my producer Mandy and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another High Kids show only on 101.9 High FM. Goodbye. <laughs>